This is the KRMG Afternoon News with Skylar Cooper. on this Halloween edition of the BA Breakdown. It's the KRMG Afternoon News. Michael Spurgeon, the city manager out there in BA, joins us live. I wanted to ask you about a number of things here. First of all, I got home kind of later on Saturday. It sounded like the uh, safety spooktacular was still going on, even in the rain. How did that event go? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. We were uh, very fortunate that the rain held off for most of it. But uh, once again, we had, you know, I would say there were thousands of kids and their parents that were down in our award-winning Rose District, uh, getting candy uh, and other other goodies. Plus, we had some great entertainment. It was just a great way for the kids to safely be able to get out and celebrate Halloween. Some great costumes as well. I would imagine so. We've been having some fun talking about uh, costumes and Halloween candy on the show this afternoon. Um, some of the other things I wanted to talk to you about, I've, I've seen that uh, Tulsa city leaders have done this a few times. It's cool to see that uh, it looks like perhaps yourself and some other city leaders and, and businesses in BA are doing something similar, which is uh, looking around the country at a city that does something pretty well. And you want to go take a look at it firsthand. And you and I have talked here about the uh, the project to come on the south side of BA that you're calling the Innovation District, which I think looks really cool on the drawings we've seen. Uh, but you're headed out to, where is it, Chattanooga, to get a look at theirs? Yes, actually, we're leaving tomorrow morning. There's a number of city officials along with uh, members of our chamber and our Economic Development Corporation and the, and the chamber staff are going to Chattanooga, Tennessee for Wednesday through Friday morning. And you're exactly right. Uh, there are some communities uh, around the country that have done um, projects very similar to what we're considering here in Broken A, and there's Broken Air, I should say, and there's nothing better than to actually go look at um, those in those communities where they've done something similar to what we're trying to do, which really, if it, to keep it real simple, is trying to create higher paying jobs. Um, secondly, is to, to look at um, – something unique and as well as and try to have some educational partners and so we've got those opportunities here in broken arrow it's just looking at other communities that have done it so we'll be gone for a couple of days and we'll bring back those takeaways and we'll just continue our planning process and for a refresher for those who may not remember the innovation district it's as i would describe it sort of like an all-in-one community there's restaurants there there's living spaces there there's entertainment there is that kind of the gist it is. And if you take a look at the development that's going on around the 90 acres, which essentially is located at the intersection of 111th or Florence and Olive, 129th, you've got 90 acres of development, uh, developable land or land that we own that we can develop. And then you've got a lot of housing. You've got retail commercial to the east. And so there's opportunities not only within the 90 acres, but also, thankfully, in the areas around. And so we want to go in and look. Uh, once again, with the focus on how we can create something unique, uh, along with trying to provide more high paying jobs for our community, because as our city grows, I mean, we, you know, we want to support other communities, but any, every opportunity we get to to actually either get uh, manufacturers, advanced manufacturers or businesses to expand or to come to Broken Arrow, that just creates more opportunities for daytime traffic, which just helps our local economy. Talking with Michael Spurgeon, the Broken Arrow City Manager this afternoon. This might be something that only I notice because, uh, you know, we're doing news stories every day. So I'm always keeping my eyes peeled. But I've uh, driven through the newly redone and really pretty New Orleans um, New Orleans district uh, uh, down there at New Orleans and uh, New Orleans Square at New Orleans and Elm. And I noticed the, the light poles. I was at a red light and I thought, 
That's cool. They're all black. The poles are black. It's just kind of like new modern look to it. And then you go a mile up and they're silver again. So is that a, a intentional decision that maybe in the, the higher traffic areas that are kind of places for people to hang out, that they look different, they look a little better? Actually, it is. It's an upgrade in the the traffic signal poles that, that the, the traffic signals hang on. And it just gives what I would call a sizzle or just a very finished look. And in this year's budget, the city council authorized uh, some funding to be spent. And we actually awarded a contract at the last meeting to where I believe there's going to be approximately 10 intersections in our community where we're going to change that that uh, that metal into the the, the black, uh, similar to what's at New Orleans Square, because it just creates what I call the armor on the tires. It just gives you a very finished look. It just really gives the entire intersection an upgrade. And we'd like to do that here in Broken Arrow. And, the prices came in so well that we may look at a second contract and do some additional uh, work in other intersections with, throughout the community. I, just to uh, anticipate the question we may get about that, are you replacing them or painting them? We're just painting them. Actually, uh, there will be some inconvenience in the traffic because obviously safety first of the workers, but the poles will stay in place. And so we'll be putting out a schedule very soon about which ones after the contractor mobilizes and how we're going to go about this. But there will be a little bit of inconvenience as they paint those those poles. But once it's done, I think it's going to look amazing and just continue to match what we have in New Orleans Square, as well as in uh, parts of our Rose District. Last thing I wanted to ask you about this afternoon here during the BA breakdown, I heard that you are uh, getting close to your annual State of the City address where you address uh, you know, folks from, from BA and uh, dignitaries, leaders, that sort of thing. Now, I don't want to spoil it or anything. I know you're probably still working on it, but <laughs> do you have a little sneak peek maybe of what you may be talking about? Well, the first thing is I want to invite you. It's uh, December 13th. It's always at the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it's the last um, luncheon of the year, and I'd love for you to come if you're if you're available, obviously, because you are an important partner with the city. But yes, it will be in my ninth state of the city. And once again, I'm very pleased to go before the Chamber and let the membership know. And then we actually put the same information out to the community exactly how we're doing. I mean, where we've had successes, uh, what we've completed, which we said we were going to do. And also to talk about what's ahead in the future and some of the challenges like that we're going to face, like every city faces, and make sure that we have good plans and that we take those challenges head on and, and not trying to uh, skirt away from them. But really, the city's very blessed. We continue to be blessed. Uh, a lot of economic development. We have projects going over all over town. And I just think it's going to be another update. And it's just going to be a discussion about continuing to, to basically build upon a great foundation and and grow our economy and grow the future and make it a better place to live, work, and play. Well, uh, thank you. I'd be honored to attend. We'll, we'll look at that as we get a little bit closer. I have one last thing for you, just kind of an announcement for the folks in Broken Arrow, but I have a follow-up on it. I saw that there is no Rose District Farmer's Market this evening. There's normally a Tuesday afternoon one. Is that because of Halloween? Uh, actually, I, actually, I think so, but I think we're starting to wrap it up. I mean, we, we weren't going to continue to go all the way through. I'm not, I don't off the top of my head know if, if, it's, if it's because of Halloween or we're starting to wrap it down because the holiday season is getting ready to ramp up. But it will be uh, – we will be making that transition over into the holiday season, and then uh, next spring we'll be ready to rock and roll with the, uh, with, the, with the farmer's market again, and we'll be looking to see if we're going to continue the Tuesday nights because it was a pilot program. So I want to look at the results and make sure that it was uh, cost-effective and beneficial to have it. All right, Michael Spurgeon, the Broken Arrow City Manager. It's the BA Breakdown. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.